This won't end well for Illinois. Here's a three. It ended well. McCourt for the win. In the air. It is up. And it is good. Fourth and 16. Pressure comes. And Matt Orbebe with the ball in the air. Makes the catch. and welcome to another edition of Oski Talk. My name is Anthony Squally with Patrick Catazone. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We apologize for a bit of a layoff, but we have some big news that we need to get to, so we couldn't wait any longer. Patrick, Kofi Coburn, who has yet to take his name out of the NBA draft, has instead entered his name into the college basketball transfer portal. Kind of shocking the college basketball and probably NBA draft world today. What's your take on the situation? Yeah, when I first heard the news, I think I immediately went to he must be considering linking back up with Orlando Antigua uh, and Chin Coleman at Kentucky. That was my initial reaction. I was like, if he doesn't think he has an NBA chance, why not go to the team that has John Calipari, the guy who gets guys into the NBA and then the two guys, specifically Orlando Antigua, that tra- that that not drafted you, excuse me, that recruited you. That's that's my initial reaction. Is is that he he probably wants to go to Kentucky if this whole thing doesn't work out. You know, a lot of those relationships with players are are based off of the assistant you know coach relationship as well. I I think he's probably going to go to Kentucky, right? If the NBA thing doesn't work out and doesn't look like it will. Um, and I think he definitely would get picked up and probably spend a couple years in the G League if that's the route that he wanted to go. And frankly, that was the route that I thought he should go. Uh, if he doesn't want to do that, he might as well go to Kentucky, the next best thing. Yeah, I think you're you're right on the money there. That was also the first thing I kind of thought, especially because, you know, you look at a guy, he, he's an international player. He was born and raised in, in Jamaica um, and and isn't from the United States originally. So kind of forging those relationships um you know he was orlando antigua's guy that was kind of the guy that really formed him in from just a raw prospect into an all-american and it only took two years and um i heard from a few sources close to the illinois basketball program that whether or not he comes back doesn't really depend on the nba it more depends on who illinois hires as an assistant and where antigua and chin coleman end up going and they go to a um, arguably a top five probably program of all time with, with a coach that has a history of winning and getting players to the NBA. And then you look at his NBA potential, and obviously it's still there, but he's not showing up on any mock draft boards in the first or second round. And now that he has an opportunity to make money in college, which we'll get to in a second, it makes too much sense for him to to withdraw from the NBA and come back to school. So then it, it's a question of, does he come back to Illinois, which he still can do? Does he transfer somewhere like Kentucky or somewhere else or keep his name in the NBA? Those are his three options. He could still do all three, but I'm with you. I think probably uh, following Antigua and Chin Coleman over to Kentucky um, would not only help Kentucky a lot, but it, it makes sense for Kofi, I think. Yeah, and, and, and you know, you make a point there about the, the, the NLI thing and, and the players being able to make more money. You know, 
it, from a business aspect, and th- this is what you're going to start seeing. Where's he going to make more money? In Champaign or Lexington? I think it's probably Lexington, right? I, uh, it probably is, but I don't think it's like like worlds above what he would make here. I think he's a very popular player, and Illinois has a huge fan base. Uh, I mean, I think he would do pretty well here if he decides to stay. I, if money's the only factor, I don't think that's why he's taking Kentucky. I See, I don't know. I, I think from a money aspect and from a relationship aspect, Kentucky is, 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 is where he's going. And, and that's only speculation. We could be completely off and, and say that he's not. He's, he's probably could go anywhere else. Um, maybe a New York school and, and try and get some more New York um, ad revenue and stuff like that. Um, or a bigger you know, city. Or, or out west, like UCLA or something like that. Yeah, that could make a lot of sense as well, right? You're in the LA market, make the LA money as well as, as, as play for UCLA. Um, and, and Mick Cronin, guy who's pretty good at developing bigs. Um, but to me, it's it's it, it's too bad too. It, it it's it's a shame that Illinois is. It, I mean, how how many programs have gone from winning the Big Ten or winning a conference championship in the Power Five, Power and Six, a, first, a number one seed in the the NCAA tournament, and then have two of their best players transfer and three of their assistant coaches leave, and then their best player move on to the NBA. It's just it's unbelievable. You would think. You know, ending that season last year, regardless of how it ended, you would imagine that this team is set up for to sustain some success and to be really good for the following season. And instead, it's, it's just, I mean, if you think of Kentucky taking Antigua, Coleman, and potentially Coburn, they didn't even make the tournament last year. Like, that's so backwards. Yeah, I, it, it should go the other way. You would think that, you know, they would be able to come back and and reload, but it, it's it's going to be an upward battle for Brad Underwood, and I think he knew that when he took the job that that it, it's got to be sustainable. Um, but right now, I mean, even if you're a Cabela, like you got to be thinking a little bit, like maybe do I need to move on now? Like all these uh, players, don't, even, don't don't even say it. I can't even think about it. Yeah, and and, and on top, you're right, right, right. It's it's like now the the players that are left. It's like well, we might go from being number one to number. 12, 13, 14. Um, I don't think it's that bad. No. And I think if you're a staff too, Dawson Garcia is, is your guy. Like, you need to get him. He's a four, but if you could play Omar Payne and Dawson on the on the floor at the same time and feel comfortable with that, two fours, you make up for, for missing the big five. And, yeah, and, and there's still other players like Kofi who still have their name in the NBA draft and in the transfer portal who have somewhat been linked to Illinois in, in like, a, like a Marcus Carr or an EJ Liddell. And obviously we haven't heard much of those guys in the last couple of weeks, but with a lot of these rosters still kind of not finalized, you know, Illinois might still have a splash to make, even if it's not Coburn. Yeah, I, I think they, they should be in for one, hopefully. Um, but you look back too. They, they've added guys to this program where you're feeling a little bit better. Plummer coming in as well. Uh, Brandon Pachensky, um, those guys, Luke Goody, like those guys, you feel good about coming in as well. It's a bummer that that we might have to reload next year. But I think down the stretch, even without Kofi Coburn, uh, we're still a good team. I think so too, and I think like you said, Curbelo is really the anchor of that. You know, assuming he stays healthy. 
I don't see any way he's not all Big Ten, potentially All-American next year. I really, I, I like his potential. Yeah, and, and, and you add a guy as well as Coleman Hawkins, guy is very capable of playing the four. Um, if you and add... Hutcherson healthy. There, there's a lot of guys that could step up. Yeah, there, there's still potential on this team without Kofi. It's just, you think, if you add Garcia and Coburn comes back, and you added Omar Payne, and Corbello's back... That's a top five team. That is, frankly, like that's straight up top five team. Now, without those guys uh, coming back and without the assistants coming back, you know, this is this team's gonna have to fight for everything they get. And and yeah, it it, it reminds me a lot of, and I, I wanted to talk about this today. This is like a Wisconsin team. You know, these Wisconsin teams, um, they reload. You know, they're consistently good with guys who have been in the program for a long time. If you can reach that potential, even during this transfer era, you're going to be a successful program. So hopefully, um, you know, Underwood gets the guys that, that still want to be here and, and plays up with them. Yeah, and, and what it comes down to is the culture that you build. Like, is regardless of who steps in to coach or to play, is that everyday guy mentality strong enough to just keep turning out winners like you know some of these other schools and i think this will be a good year to see what the answer to that question is and i frankly think they got a pretty good shot i agree and 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 we'll move on from kofi hopefully you know i I don't think the door is completely shut on him he definitely still has the potential to come back but uh we'll see what happens yeah, we, we certainly will see what happens with Kofi. Uh, if there ever is an announcement in the upcoming days, we'll make sure to get on another pod. But we'll shift gears into the other big news. Today's July 1st, and with that, that means all college NCAA players can make money off their name, image, and likeness. You've seen a lot of Illinois players, Trent Frazier, um, certainly at the forefront of this, and Andre Curbelo too, Luke Ford on the football side of things, just posting – um, any local businesses wanting me to promote anything, get in touch with me. Um, I'll make sure to, to do that. These guys are exploring all sorts of opportunities. Josh Whitman is kind of setting it up. And, and I think it's long overdue for college basketball. These players, um, they give so much, and, and so much is taken from them, from their names, from their performances, from the entertainment that they give to people, and they don't really see anything from it. Uh, but now that they, they can, I think it's going to be great for the sport. I think it'll grow the sport, honestly, via social media and other outlets. And, and these players can make some money. It'll probably lead to less one-and-dones. And I think it's good for the NCAA. I agree. And and here, uh, I'll start off with a little anecdote. I was I was in game day spirits uh, today, and I was like, hey, just curious. You guys going to have more of like the personal player uh, T-shirts and stuff like that, kind of like the Georgie ones. And the, and the guy was like, you know – I'm not really sure, but if I had to guess, absolutely. So that, yeah. you know, that's that's an exciting thing too. That's an easy way. Like I, I would definitely buy a Cabela jersey if they sold one, um, right. and used his likeness, and or an Iowa one. He's yeah, obviously he could do that now, but um, you know, these guys can now make money off how they look. Kofi, obviously, if he comes back as a big one, King Kofi, who wouldn't want to get that shirt? Um, yeah. You know, like that, it, it'll be fun. It, you know, there's stuff like that as well that I think will, will, will pay dividends. But um, I think it'll, it certainly will affect the revenue sports more. Um, yeah. Specifically, basketball I think will be completely changed by this. Football. Yeah, it, especially because those guys are seen 
their, their faces are seen all the time. Whereas football, you know, they got the helmet on a lot. Um, and their jerseys don't – oh, no, they do have the names on the back. At least most of them do. But like you said, I think basketball is going to be the big benefit from this. Other schools, you know, like in Alabama, football is going to be a huge plus. But I think Illinois basketball is really going to take a, a huge leap forward from this. Yeah, I think basketball for sure. And I think basketball across the country. Um Football, it's like who who's probably going to get the most revenue? Quarterback, running back, defensive star, maybe a linebacker um, or a corner. Receiver, potentially. Yeah, receiver, um, maybe a defensive lineman who's really good. Those those are that's kind of what I see potentially as as, as the players that get it. But other than that, um, a couple volleyball players probably will get it um, at University of Illinois at least. Um, but other than that, I think that's that's probably how. The, that revenue is going to be, you know, um, split out. It, it'll be interesting because I think right away you're going to find the problem of 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 almost a Title IX situation of you know the men's sports, specifically football and basketball, are going to make so much more money because yeah. they're televised more because you know they're, they they sell more tickets and stuff like that. And yeah, the and their image and likeness are all used more. Right, they're they're promoted more by the university, and it's like, well, yeah. why, why is 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 football or not football? Why is volleyball not promoted more by the university? We have one of the best volleyball programs um, in the country. They should get more of an opportunity, and then they'll be able to make more money. That's going to happen right yeah. away. I think. I think. I think that's going to be an issue, and, and softball as well. It's a great softball po- program. Tyra Perez has put together a a great team. Why aren't those players getting uh, any money? Um, that problem is going to happen, I think, almost immediately, yeah. um, and, and we'll have to wait to see how that kind of that that turns out. Um, I hope they figure it out. I think there might even be revenue sharing in the future. Yeah, something um, like that. But we'll see. It, it'll be interesting, you know. From a revenue sharing standpoint, then is that even fair? Right? It's kind of back to the old ways and. There's a lot of things that need to get sorted out, but for now, it's nice. Uh, we'll have NCAA 15, or not 15, 2022 20, back. So. Yeah, let's go. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. That's exciting, and, and like you said, there's definitely a lot to sort out, a lot to uh, that we'll find out, but nonetheless, I think it's it was the right move. It was an overdue move for the sport. I really think so. Yeah, who do you think's on the cover of the next NCAA video game? I think it'd be cool if they did, like, a collage because there's a lot of players over the last decade that could have and should have been on it. Um, but if I'm guessing just off of like after this year into next year, I would probably guess like Kispert or Johnny Juzang for basketball. Yeah. Um, and then football, ugh, it's a good question. Um, Rattler, Spencer Rattler. Maybe? That's, that's who I thought. I thought Rattler for sure. Okay. Um, Definitely will probably get it. He's the Heisman hopeful. Um, but there you go. You can just put whoever won the Heisman on it. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, it, you could definitely do that. Yeah, absolutely. I like your picks, too, for uh, basketball as well. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll, I can't wait to uh, to play you in one of those games. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a beast in NCAA 14. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got eight years of practice on me there. But uh, before we get going, there are two more little news things we want to share Tyler Underwood has been given a job in the NC or in the Illinois basketball program um, as I think a director of, of scouting and development or something along those lines. Recruitment. Um, recruitment, right? That's it. So he'll join 
uh, Coach Underwood's staff. Something that I think we all saw coming, but nonetheless, a nice uh, nice gig for him. And then uh, you've also got a little bit of dirt on an Illinois football recruit, right, Pat? That's right, Anthony. The Illini picked up on Ashton Hollins, converted quarterback into wide receiver um, from Mississippi. Uh, kind of uh, Brett Bielema expanding his uh, horizons there to Mississippi. Uh, a nice little pickup, and, and this 2022 class keeps on growing. Bielema doing a great job so far. He's picking up in-state guys as, as well as recruiting out of the state very well. A um, couple of crucial recruitment uh, news coming up, so we'll, we'll kind of update you that in the upcoming weeks. But, man, Bielema has picked it up. It's we're, We are cl- very clearly past the love era. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Big, big hit by Bielema. They'll, they'll now have two quarterback turned into wide receivers on the team because Isaiah Williams has now officially been listed as a wide receiver on the roster. But like you said, Bielema's got some great momentum with this program. It's, it's palpable. And he makes it easy on us journalists because every time there's some big news, he tweets about it in the morning and says, I feel like some big news is coming today. So that always helps. Yeah, we can always use the help. Well, that'll do it for this edition of Oscar Talk. Thank you all for listening. Once again, we apologize for not being as on top of it over summer. But now that we've got a little bit more to talk about and some seasons coming up, we'll make sure to get back on our bi-weekly schedule and, of course, get any emergency pods out if some big news like this Kofi stuff drops. But for now, thank you all for listening. For Patrick, I'm Anthony, ILL. I and I. Thank you.